together growing in faith changing communities in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit the grace and peace of our lord jesus christ the love of god the communion of the holy spirit be with you always today dear friends i'd like us to reflect on the gospel of matthew chapter 1 verses 18 to 24 the birth of jesus christ took place in this way when his mother mary had been betrothed to joseph before they came together she was found to be with child of the holy spirit and her husband joseph being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame resolved to send her away quietly but as he considered this behold an angel of the lord appeared to him in a dream saying joseph son of david do not fear to take Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and his name shall be called Emmanuel, God with us. When Joseph woke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. I love this reading. It's, it's a beautiful reading. And I believe that there are certain things that we can relate to, that we can learn from this gospel account. The first one, it's Mary betrothed to Joseph, but before they came to live together, she was found to be with a child of the Holy Spirit. I'm drawn by how principled they were. You know, it's, it's called delay gratification. It's called boundaries it's called self-control doing the right thing and i think we need that especially in today's world we need that principle that allows us to respect boundaries mary and joseph even though they were betrothed they had not lived together. It's, it's, it has become fashionable for people to move in with each other and they are okay with that. And so they already live as husbands and wives even though they are not husbands and wives. The other thing that I also find interesting is that when when Mary is, is found to be pregnant, and obviously Joseph is not the father, Joseph says, but this is not mine. What the author doesn't tell us, it's what interests me, the frustration in Mary. She must have been frustrated. This is not mine. And Mary knows that. Imagine the frustration. I love you. I'm carrying a son who is not yours. 
And it's a reality in, in some marriages where the child does not belong to this couple. Only one of them is the father or the mother. And we know that potentially it can break a family. It can destroy a marriage. How do they live with each other? How do they learn to trust each other? And how do we expect Joseph to accept it? We, we take this in, in faith that, oh, Joseph was a good man, so he must have just accepted it. I, I don't think so. I think he must have struggled with it. The mere fact that he wants to divorce her, it means he struggled with it. And sometimes what God puts us through may not make sense to other people. What God is asking of us to do may not make sense to other people. And, and it's so true in, in the world of the Spirit. It's so true in the spiritual life that there are certain things that the Lord will demand of your life. And us, the ordinary people, will not understand. Us, the ordinary people, will not believe. You know, when you get a chance, I would like you to read the lives of the saints. Most of the powerful saints, particularly those who were involved with healing and exorcism, they were, they were misunderstood. They were not always loved. They were not always accepted. They struggled. People thought they were mad. Their superiors thought they were possessed. And so they struggled big time. I mean, look at Jesus himself. He was misunderstood. Jesus is one of the greatest person who is misunderstood in the scriptures. They thought he was healing through the, the powers of Beelzebul. They thought he was mad. And so... Joseph struggles with this. It just does not make sense to him. It's like, no, this cannot be. Mary says in the Gospel of Luke, how can this be? It just does not add up. Now, Joseph, being a just man, did not want to bring her to shame. That is something powerful for me. No matter how upset you and I may be, should never drag each other's names in the mud. Tackle the ball, not the person. Don't hit below the belt. Imagine if we lived by that principle, that I will disagree with you, but I will still respect you. I will fight fearlessly against an idea, but I will love and cherish you. And you often see this in, in, in meetings, in, in great boardrooms where the great people gather, that they, they're not afraid to challenge each other. They're not afraid to disagree. They're not afraid to speak. And yet they can, after a very robust, controversial meeting, they can go and sit at the table and eat and share a drink. That's something powerful. I wish we can do the same thing as a church. Just because we disagree doesn't mean we are enemies. Just because I don't see 
your viewpoint. It doesn't mean I hate you. Just because I disagree with you, it doesn't mean we must therefore be enemies. No, it, it's not about that. You know, one of the most beautiful things about the Catholic Church, it's, it's a church which has different charisma. Your charism may be different to mine. Mine may be different to the other person. And we, it must find a place within the church. How I worship and how you worship is different. And th there's nothing wrong with that. And I should not want you to become like me. I should not compel you to do the things as I do them. And sometimes we forget that as the church. We forget that, that we're different. And I often say, look at all of us. We are like beautiful roses, flowers in the garden. Imagine if all of us were the same. Imagine if all of us behaved the same. It will be a boring world. Not even the twins are the same. They're different. They do things differently. Yes, they may be identical, but they are unique. And that's what the Lord is doing to us, allowing us to grow. And so Joseph is not willing to bring her to shame. Joseph is willing to protect her. Joseph is willing to be a gentleman about it. The last point, he's willing to listen to God. He's willing to listen to the Holy Spirit. He's willing to be guided by God. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.